Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official uh, handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who is, like, real spooky and works with the Shroud, Ambrosia. Hi! So, today we're covering someone who we mentioned in the past multiple times when talking about uh, LA and whatnot. We're talking about the Night Shift. The Night Shift. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so, do you have any idea who the Night Shift is? It's multiple people. Uh, I really wish I could be like, oh my gosh, yes, but no, I don't. Well, uh, we have covered five entries on these people in the past. So, the Shroud, who is a Dark Force user, Werewolf by Night, who is Jack Russell. Um, oh, I know Jack Russell. Yeah, uh, the Brothers Grimm. Uh, Gypsy Moth and Tatter Demelion. Cool. So we've covered those. So if you want to learn more about those, uh, you can I'll go find those. Check them out on Alphabet Flight. Yeah, but uh, we'll go over. We'll go. We're going over five of the newer ones here, and uh, yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> so to just get into this, uh, the Night Shift as a team is composed of mainly criminals with superhuman powers and supernatural powers. Uh, that are organized by the masked vigilante known as the Shroud to assist them in his activities. The team is primarily active in Los Angeles area and has several bases in the region, most notably in the so-called Tower of Shadow. Sorry, Towers of Shadows. Ooh. The Shroud is actually a crime fighter who believes he will be more efficient if both the general public and the criminal underworld believe him to be a criminal himself. Hence, the Shroud believes he can infiltrate criminal operations and disrupt them more easily high concept i want right. to say high concept yeah um it feels kind of like what they did with x-factor um the first run of x-factor anyway where they had the okay. x-factor who did well they did they they were mutant hunters quote-unquote but it was actually the o5 of x-men um basically using people snitching on their neighbor to recruit mutants um yeah that's yeah but uh, they, but yeah, they. Unfortunately, the first person they got was Rusty Collins, which is nah. The only good, <laughs> yeah. the only good version of Rusty Collins is the one in Deadpool two. That's the only good version. Yeah. Um, because like he he killed his girlfriend because he got horny. Like, no, that's not a good. That's not a good traumatic experience. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I set you on fire because I popped a boner right now. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. So, I, I didn't mean to do that. No, but. it's no. I oh, man, fire fist can. God, I hate fire fist. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. I I have a lot of strong. Tell feelings. us how you really feel. I have a lot of strong feelings about characters. If you can't tell, I love it so much. <laughs> that's that's what makes you so good. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, in pursuit of this strategy, he organized the Night Shift as his allies, except for Jack Russell, the werewolf, which they changed his name to the werewolf, except werewolf by night. And werewolf by night is a way, way better name. Uh, I would agree, because that's how I knew Jack Russell was by the name of werewolf by night. Yeah, but, uh, but the other members of the uh, Night Shift are all criminals, uh, 
of all the shift members, only Russell knows that the Shroud is actually a crime fighter. The Shroud leaves the night shift in combating other criminals uh, and criminal organizations. The members of the shift benefits by sharing the wealth that they steal from these criminals. But then uh, that later themselves have accumulated through legal means. Um, and by keeping an eye on the other members of the night shift, the Shroud can make certain that they do not victimize law-abiding uh, or individuals, which I feel is a pretty good goal. You know, I don't hate this. I don't hate this. He's not like he's not like the nanny who will still who will still random, you know, just still random children and then make them kill their parents. You know. Okay, touche, touche. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you compare it to that, I think you're absolutely correct. Yeah. He's not. I, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the night shift added Captain America, aided Captain America in contending with the power broker. Recently, the shrouds absence. The night shift battled the West Coast Avengers in an attempt to obtain the release of their captured member, Digger. Uh, Dan's Macab uh, is the deputy leader of the Night Shift. The members uh, uh, of the team are pictured below, and by below they mean to the right. Actually, technically below as well. Um, and uh, I hate saying this, but uh, the Shroud, the Brothers Grimm, Gypsy Moth, Tatter Demelion, and Werewolf all received full-length entries somewhere else in the handbook, and the other members get brief give brief entries below. Which, I'm glad that they put that in there. Let me tell you why. I was just going to say, and why? Why? Because uh, the handbooks, the first handbook, um, almost killed Mark Grinwald. Just almost killed him from overworking. And they had a lot of, see this character in the appendixes. Guess what never came out? Oh. The appendixes. What? Oh. Guess who never got who guess guess who never got is I never got a man bull entry. I never got one. What? I'm still upset about that. Yeah, I would be too. We got we got one for um we got one for man, I already forgot his name. He's just he's just a tough dude. And like they literally use like a paragraph or stuff. But no, we couldn't get man bull. We couldn't get whatever. I'm so upset about that. <laughs> but uh, you have every right to be upset. Yeah. Um we also didn't get a full one for Batrock. Come on, Batrock. And why not? Because we just got it in ba Batrock's brigade, and just like, come on, Batrock deserves. Batrock is a leader. Give him, give him his old entry. People just don't appreciate. Yeah. Fortunately, the new handbooks are exhaustive. The one, Good. the one that came out in 2010 will have. I will have over 1,040 episodes. Oh my god! No, 1,400 episodes. They are real good. Like, you could tell people read the handbooks when they were mm -hmm. younger. I'm just like, what if we did that better? And they did. Good. So, I love that so yeah, much. Because we need that. Yeah. I got five of them. And I'm just like, yeah, this is like over four. This is going to eclipse the the two seasons I've done so far. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. They So as I said, they were Shroud, Werewolf, um I put Werewolf by Night, because that's obviously what his name should be. Um, uh, a thousand percent. Brothers Graham, Gypsy Moth, and Tatter Demelion, they all had their own entries, and I don't know if those are good episodes, because I was a younger person when those came out. And uh, as, as everyone knows, uh, the youth are bad, including your own youth, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't have it. Yeah. That's why, that's why you teach kids, because all of them suck. Uh, <laughs> yes, because I could... Go home and not be attached to any of them and 
Yeah. Don't have to live with their suckiness near me. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love kids so much. No, I, I like kids, but, uh, but you know, my youth sucks because it makes me think about myself and be real embarrassed. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we are gonna, okay, so we're gonna talk about, first one we're gonna talk about is someone named Misfit. Ooh, not the band, right? No. And also not the show. That's really good. The Misfits. Was there a show called Misfits? The Misfits is really good. Oh. It's a British show. It's about a bunch of uh, juvenile people who are on, like, uh, they, they just have community service and they get they get powers. And all and half of them are just, they're just a-holes. Like, it's just, it's real good. Uh, by real good, I mean, it gets kind of bad, but also you love some of the characters so much you keep on watching. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. And is it related to the comic at all? No. Or to the comic book characters? Okay. No, no. It's a whole whole different thing. Also, it's a British show, so there's only like six episodes per season. So, um, but yeah. Um, so, but Misfit, um, what would you make if you were going to make someone named Misfit? Um, not a, not like, they want to have a human form. I'm thinking a lot of like Thing or Hulk, like those big bodies you know you got it um for the most part here's what misfit looks like (gasps) oh look he's like a big a big hulk he's big hulk rock he's a big weirdo (laughs) he's a big misfit that's for sure you know okay so you know not to get too blue but you know those uh jokes that people make for like teenagers like you know if you lock them up in the room and like one of their arms will be huge and the other one will be small oh i i've never heard that but now I know. No, yeah, that's what happened to him. Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that. That's hilarious. Yeah, he's all lopsided. Like he has like one beefy leg and one beefy arm, and that is size. hilarious. He has a mohawk, and he's just you know not not good looking. I'm gonna say that. Um, his real name is unrevealed. Uh, he's a professional criminal. A uh, secret identity. Presumably an American citizen. No other aliases. Unrevealed birthplace and unrevealed. Uh, marital status. Um, now he first showed up in um, Captain America issue number three twenty nine in May nineteen eighty five, and okay. this is a pretty good cover. I want to say. I'm gonna send that over to you real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this. So we have. So it's called. Ooh, that is a really nice cover. So, yeah. The, so we have. It's called "To Live and Die Under L.A." And you have uh, Captain America just in the sewers, and you can tell. Not not having a good time because he's surrounded by a bunch of malformed people who look like they want to eat them. One of them looks like they're looking at his butt real real hard. <laughs> um, and he's like real okay. I'm gonna be real honest. I would be in like defense or attack mode now, not like oh I'm sneaking through because it looks like he's trying to sneak on this cover. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, he also apparently got some uh some some sewer sewer juice like splashed up like on his chest and everything because it's dripping off of him it's not gonna smell good he's gonna want a new costume after this oh i would definitely want a new costume but uh but yeah if you want to see the people we are talking about you can always go to you can always go to at alphabet flight on twitter and instagram oh this was like right before he uh became nomad this is right before the run where john walker came in three seriously yeah no there's a okay yeah there's um this is four issues no five issues because uh, John Walker came in at three thirty-four, and this okay. is three twenty-nine. Three twenty-nine. Okay, yeah, interesting. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so this is pretty cool. 
Have you read this issue? No, I haven't. I, I 80s uh, Captain America, even though I think it would 100% agree with me, I have not read mm-hmm. a lot of. But I've, I... No, I get yeah. it. Um, I didn't like Captain America for a long time. But that that was Same. But that was I, that was mostly because of the nineties, I'm gonna be honest. Like apparently the eighties stuff is pretty good. And also like Captain America is actually a pretty good character if you can look past the surface level stuff. Uh no, it took me it took me a long while to get into Captain America and it took me even longer to get into Superman. Yeah. I think Superman's better in stories, but I think that's just DC in general. I think they're better at stories than they are at like long form stuff. Um Yes. Now, uh, that being said, I like what they're doing for the most part, because they're doing maxi events for most of their characters and just doing like, Mm -hmm. or like, they just tell a story and you can collect those. And DC learned what they're good at. You know, (laughs) it's good. It's wonderful. I love it. Um, So, uh, but yeah, so uh, Misfit apparently went under treatment by the power broker designed to increase his strength. The treatment was effective, but also grotesquely distorted his body. Um, he's 6'2", weighs 295, has blue eyes, blonde hair, and he can, he's Spider-Man strong, so 10 tons. Well, I would hope so, because he's massive. He, he better six be. 6'2", and, well, 6 I don't know, I think, he, personally, I feel like he weighs more than, how much do they say, like 230? Two, 295. Two, okay, okay. That's like almost 300. Yeah. But, um, speaking of, I think that Marvel, either a TV show or comic, Needs to capitalize on two things. First, I want something with either the Serpent Society or Ooh. or the Power Broker as corporations. That's it. I just want a I want an office style comic book where it is just villains doing business. And that's it. That would that would be awesome. Well, and they're kind of like so have you read X Corp at all? I haven't. I, I'm I that is something that I will be reading soon though. So with that, it's like, because, you know, with X-Men right now, they're doing like the Kakoa stuff. Yeah. Um, well, X-Corp is actually like uh, X-Men doing business, which is really fun. Uh, like, oddly enough, superheroes doing business, I find comical. I want, no, not comical. I don't know. It's good. I want, also want another Damage Control comic. I love Damage Me Control. Too. Yeah, I want Damage Control. Also, do some more romance, not, like, not, um books marvel like just do it more than just a monthly annual for valentine's yeah, day just do like do a romance like take some of your small characters and just just have them be together not a superhero thing like make no. it like make it like one like a silver uh, the the vi- silver why can't i say it the scarlet witch and vision <gasps> stands all the fighting just yes yes Yes! Oh my gosh! Why? Oh, can you please work for Mark uh, Marvel? I, I just want. I just want simple things, and one of them is I just want to see Sidewinder be real upset with Puff Adler or whatever. Because I was going to ask, like, if what characters would you want? Oh, uh, I definitely want the Power Broker as like as a character. Like, if it was just Power Broker, like Power Broker Inc. Because technically, he's not a villain quote-unquote. Right. Because he doesn't get his hands but hands dirty. He has people for that. So, yeah, that's that's true. That's an interesting concept. No, he even made a he even made a moving company just made of people who have super strength. Like, that's one of his fronts. Like, you know, like, just have that. 
But yes, I would love damage control back. Like comic and like show. I would love a damage control show. And like you can you can have someone just make a good version of the one from far uh, from Homecoming. Yeah. yeah. Cuz they weren't doing anything back. If any Okay, sorry. I'm about to get off on a very short tangent. If anything, damage control in the um and far from not far from home. Sorry, I keep on saying far from home. Um from homecoming. Mm-hmm. They were just using the only means they had to be able to like live in this world that is constantly being destroyed over and over again. And I would love concepts like that. Like I love looking at things. I love comic books in different perspectives. So I don't know if you ever read like the Marvel one shots of what is it called? Um Marvel they came out this year. Um shoot. Snapshots. Marvel Snapshots. I haven't read a lot of those, no. And they gave snapshots of people during, like, different perspectives. So, like, there is uh, snapshots of, like, um, EMTs and uh, who have to, like, pick up after, like, you know, who are trying to keep people calm while Spider-Man is fighting the Goblin. Yeah. And it was so good. I loved them because I love having the different perspectives of, like, we always have the perspectives of the superheroes and the villains. But, like, what about the other people who just had their building collapse? I think you'd be into this idea. This is also one thing I want to see. I just want to see someone teach history from the perspective of a normal person in the Marvel Universe. Because you know... That would be so good. You know that there's textbooks in some, like, underfunded schools that still have that Captain America disappeared, and we never saw Mm -hmm. them again. Yep. And and it was just because, like, that's that's just like, but we know this is wrong. Like, I was saved by Captain America the other day, but like, I know. We we need, we don't have the funding. But you you have to understand, like... Oh my gosh, that would be so good! I just want one person to write out the curriculum of it. From a normal person's... Uh, whatever. I just... I love Marvel. Like, a lot. I love every aspect of it. I just want every aspect of it explored. Oh, my gosh. I love that <laughs> so much. I've never... These are all thoughts I've never even thought about. I love that so it's much. Just, like, how are they, they going to teach... Like, Captain America, just teaching World War II just would take, like, a master level just everything. Be like, well, it turns out that Red Skull actually was doing this. Be like... Also, Nick Fury had multiple very homoerotic knife fights with Baron Von Strucker. Very shirtless homoerotic knife fights. And then, (laughs) do you know what would make it even better is if, like, superheroes, if it was, like, on career day and, like, superheroes just came in and were, like, reading these textbooks to the kids. Oh, my God. I just... Like, going over that. I just want more. I just... Give me everything. There's a reason why I'm literally reading an encyclopedia of the, like, of Marvel stuff. I love that. Yeah, but, okay, let's get to the other people. So, uh, so we have Needle. Okay. Uh, similar, similar idea. Um, what do you think a Needle is like? What, what? Is he super... Uh, okay, my head, I'm gonna be stereotypical. He's gonna be, like, very, like, tall and thin and flexible. No. I mean, he is oh. tall and thin and also has a Needle. Okay. So I got, like, one. I got... You got most of it, I'd say. He's- I, I, you know what? I, I think I did decent when it came to Misfit, so I'll. Yeah. That's a win. You know, it's. I'm gonna be honest. We can't win them all. If anyone, I will, I will throw this out right now. If you gatekeep about Needle, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm a pacifist for the most part, but I will throw hands. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you, like, come on. Like, I don't know. There's, you know. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so real name unrevealed professional, well, professional, uh, criminal and a tailor. Ooh. Uh, the identity is known to the police. He's a American citizen with a, with a criminal record. None other aliases, unrevealed birthplace, and marital status. And known relatives is none. And he first showed up in Spider Woman issue number nine in December 1973, Eye of the Needle. And this also has a pretty good cover, I want to say. Because for a long time, like, Spider Woman has a really... Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, I should say, is interesting. Because she first started out fighting mostly, like, monster characters. Mm-hmm. And she was also like a mutated spider from Hydra for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of brought a little bit of that in back into the character a little bit. They retconned it, but also kind of like, eh, you know, maybe you fought for Hydra for a little bit type thing. Um, but I haven't been the biggest fan of her most recent stuff. Um, <sighs> yeah, I've been kind of upset because I love Jessica Drew, uh, and I haven't been pleased with the writing. Also, they keep on hiring Greg Land to do covers, and I don't understand why. Like, I, like, one of the things that, one of the more cathartic, cathartic things I did was I just took all my Greg Land, comics drawn by Greg Land, and I just gave them to a goodwill. Did yeah. you? I was just like. Look at you. I did, and it was cathartic. Unfortunately, that was all of Ultimate Fantastic Four. <laughs> but. Oh my gosh. That was all of it. Uh, but, like, I was just like, you know what? I'm no longer gonna be like when I, I'm not. I'm not gonna look at this and be like, "This is bad." I'm just not gonna do it anymore, and I did. Wow, is he's not doing anything recently? Has he? He has. What has he been doing? He did some of the uh, the. He did some of the. Um, he does covers mostly. Okay. At least they got rid of Frank Cho for the most part. Yeah, you know, like, you can. You don't need. I don't need to see someone's sphincter just because. Like, I just don't need to see it. Um. Now, that being said, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good cover, I want to say. Uh, you have Spider-Woman on a brick wall. The perspective's really weird on this. The more I look into this, I don't know where they're at, actually, because none of the perspectives work. Uh, that is, that's intense. Yeah, but you- I think they're in an alley, but- but It looks like they're in, like, a, like, an Escher thing, because, like, the- I don't know what this perspective's supposed to be, because, like- because, like, if you think, like, she's at an angle, like, on the corner. Right. But, like, that would make sense. But the ground seems to be, like, flat on it. It's not sloping up. And the back... St- okay, whatever. It's weird. Uh, you can see it <laughs> on... You can see it uh, on Twitter. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you have the needle. Apparently, they have an eye that they shoot something out of. And they have a big needle. And he's about to, you know... Kill someone. I I do I do like I like his costume a lot actually. Has a uh, see not pirate boots. I would still call them elf boots. Uh, they remind me of hobgoblin boots. Yeah. See, one thing that hobgoblin. I miss is uh, in the early eighties, earlier eighties, they everyone had pirate boots, and they don't have pirate boots anymore, and I'm very upset. I had a sound drop and everything back. for it. Did you? Yeah. Or is there? Yeah, I had a whole sound drop for pirate boots. <laughs> There's over a hundred characters with pirate boots when the first season of this. That is awesome. That's hilarious. Like, there's 600 something, there's just under 600 episodes, and 80 of the, 88 of them had pirate boots. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's not, almost none of them, but. 
That's insane. But yeah, so uh, af- so yeah, so after being severely beaten by young muggle- muggers, uh, the needle developed a hypnotic power, turned vigilante, sewing up the mouths of young male criminals until he was stopped by the original Spider Woman. I mean, like, uh, but yeah, he's six foot tall, weighs one forty, has blue eyes, white hair, but mostly bald, and uh, he can hypnotically paralyze. Uh, a victim with his gaze, and he has, and he appears to be mute. Oh, and he has a like a big needle that's like over three foot long. That in itself terrifies me. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, that is like he's a character that I definitely would have nightmares about. Yeah. So next one we have is uh, Dance Macabre. Ooh. So for yes. for Dance Macabre, ooh, to what that it, it reminds me of a bird like macaw. But I know that's probably not right. Well, the dance macabre, macabre, oh. is a actually a. It's an event that's kind of like, uh, kind of like the wild hunt a little bit. Well, basically, spirits come up, and the spirits and demons and stuff come up, and they invite the living to dance, and they're real friendly for the most part. Okay. Um, and it's supposed to be like this celebration of the dead and everything. Oh, that's awesome. Um. If you want to read like a really uh, fun and cute uh, version of it, you can uh, read The Graveyard Kid by Neil Gaiman. Oh, I've read that book. Or, yeah. It's very fun and cute. I love that book. I I have that in my... Uh, wait, is, is it The Graveyard Book? And no, Graveyard Kid, I think. Oh, okay. I haven't read The Graveyard Kid. It might be The Graveyard kid, Book. Read- might be Graveyard Book. Sorry. Yeah, because I've read Neil Gaiman's The Graveyard Book, um, yeah, which graveyard is book. like about... What? Yeah, with... They have a they have a graphic novel of it. Yeah, I have it in my classroom. I don't didn't know that they had a graphic novel of it. Yeah, it's my kids love it. It's real good. It's about this boy who gets his name is nobody. Yeah, right. Yeah, his name is nobody. It was this boy raised by ghosts because he was abandoned in a graveyard, and it's real good. It's spooky and sad and happy and all that stuff. It's real good. Uh, no, it's it's definitely yeah. I yeah. I love it. But uh but yeah, so you get a real fun cute version of it in that one. Cool. Um basically the ghosts and demons and stuff allow them to be seen and they dance. And Oh Yeah. But uh what do you think what what do you think they look like? Um I have no idea. Um I, I, yeah, to be honest with you, I, I'm drawing a blank on this one. Okay. Well, uh this is what this is what they look like. Ooh. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have guessed that at all. Yeah, it's uh Looks like a naked woman with uh-huh. uh, something wrapping around them. I would have said, like, in my... I, maybe I should have said it. I was thinking of, like, a Dementor. Maybe. Yeah. I would I would say, like, she's she's a lady with real long hair. Um, and she has, like, this thing that's covering up her bits very, very well. It's very good covering up of their bits. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, she... Her... Uh, she's an unrevealed name. Professional... Criminal and exotic dancer. This makes sense. It does. Now, now I could definitely see the exotic dancing part. So her identity is secret. She's an American citizen with no known criminal record. Um, oh, good for her. A uh, fun fact, Nitro, the, the mutant that blows up, yeah, has no known criminal record. Really? Yeah, you have to be able to try someone <laughs> in order to have a criminal record. And um, That is true. Every time, the only way to defeat him most of the time is to blow him up and capture his sails in multiple multiple containers 
So you can't try a bunch of containers or have someone right. who can explode on will. <laughs> I will. And a that, yeah. So I, no known criminal record. All right. I never even thought about that, to be honest with you. Uh, so, uh, so birth place of birth is unrevealed. No other known aliases. Unrevealed marital status. And she first showed up in uh, Marvel Team Up issue number ninety three in May nineteen eighty in Rags to Riches. And <clears throat> I'm gonna give you this one real quick. Um, the cover also is pretty good. So you have <clears throat> Spider Man and uh, Werewolf by Night. Um, they are fighting Tatter Demelion. And uh, and according to this, no vile, no villain is more vile than Tatter Demelion. Dun, dun, dun. And I will tell. I, I will tell you. Oh, sorry. There is more vile villains than Tatter Demelion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is true. Yeah. I love Spider Man uh, team up or Marvel team up though. I loved some of those characters that they had to be in there. To be fair, it was basically just Spider Man team up for the longest time. Yes, yes, it like, was. Like occasionally they wouldn't have Spider Man, but like it'd be someone like the Hulk. But it's almost always Spider Man. Um, yes, and I think that's why I liked it so much because I'm such a Spider Man. Yeah, a spider, a spider simp. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's good. Uh but um, but yeah. So she is a member of the cult of Kali. Dance macabre, hypnotic, uh, hypnotize Spider-Man into battling the Shroud for her, hoping to kill them both. The Shroud and Spider-Man together defeated her, and she was later captured by the criminal locksmith, who I don't think we have an appendix for him. But it says, oh. see appendix, the locksmith. Um, I like that name, though. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so she is 5'10". Ooh, she's tall and leggy. Uh. Yeah, she, she, you know, she's an exotic dancer. She has to yeah. rip around those poles. By the way, fun fact, that's the average height of all the girlfriends I've had. About 5'10". So, oh, really? Yeah, no. Oh. I, like, I like them tall. <laughs> but That's funny. But yeah, uh, so she's at one, uh, weighs 135, has blue eyes, silver hair, normal human strength. I don't know. Like, exotic dancers have really good core strength. Uh, yes, they do. Like. Yeah. And uh, by unknown means, possibly mystical, dance macabre can hypnotize or kill a victim who watches her dance. She can also make herself unde undetectable by other person's senses, even Spider-Man's spidey sense. You know, that's good. Yeah. Um, and the next person we have is Digger. Ooh. Um, do you know who Digger is? I do not. All these characters, I feel like it's... They're super new to me. I have no idea. You know, uh, they weren't super popular. You would have saw Digger, though, if you read uh, Superior Spider-Man um, recently. I did. Yeah. I love Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, he, uh, he hired the night shift for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so if you were to if you were to make someone call Digger, who would you who would you make? Um, again, I'm going to think, like, super stereotypical, and I think of, like, uh, someone... Dark and mysterious, so they could dig holes at night for their victims. <gasps> Does he have a shovel? Yep. Oh, I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. So uh, you never. I knew he was going to bury his victims. You never will know what his whole thing is. Um, but his his real name is Roderick Crump. He's a professional criminal okay. and grave digger. His identity is known oh. to the police. Um, his legal status is presumably American citizen. Has a criminal record. No other known aliases, birthplace unrevealed, middle status unrevealed, 
and no known relatives. And he first showed up. I think he's the earliest one. He first showed okay. up, and I sent you the link already. But he first showed up in Tower of Shadows, issue number one, in September 1969. Nice. Um, and Ooh. this, and this is a, this is one of the oldest ones I want to say that we did. Um, it's the cover is very horror comic. And I love that. Yeah. Oh, they need to do more horrors comic as well. They Yes, DC started. Yeah, well, I just think, okay, I love Marvel and everything they're doing, but like, you know, branch out to some of the other stuff you used to. Huh? Yes, please. I love a monster comic, you know? Yes, please. Like, oh. the dead, like, swamp thing? No. Man thing? Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, but I think they could have done even more. And the only reason why they did it was because they reached, it, it was his, like, anniversary. Maybe, maybe get another... Tomb of Dracula go up. Uh, yes, please. You know? He's kind of yes. sitting in Chernobyl right now. Just, you know, <laughs> you can do other things. Bring yes. back Dr. Sun. Oh my gosh, I have not heard of him in a long I time. Dr. Sun is one of my favorite, like, comic book-ass comic book characters. Because it's a Chinese scientist whose brain is in a robot's body, but it needs blood. Mm-hmm. To stay alive, so he took the powers of Dracula to become king of the vampires, so he could have unlimited blood for his brain. I just used to like his costume. He reminded me of like a, if CP three O. Uh, I don't know. Like uh, I don't know. Maybe it was like the gold robot. Like he, a very fifties robot, but like I don't know. Bring back Doctor Sun. That'd be cool. Like I yes. just want to see Dracula fight people with missiles. Come on, like it's real good. <laughs> <laughs> uh so true um but yeah so uh but digger uh made his home in the tower of shadows amusing himself with macabre trails tales uh when he he had he had uncovered before he became before he became the night shifts headquarters and he dwells uh oh, sorry he drill he still dwells there today um what they don't mention is that what he did was he buried his victims alive <gasps> what? Yeah, that was his whole thing. He could dig a grave, get get He dig a grave and bury his victims. And he's very tall. He's seven four. Um, and he weighs two forty. He weighs two forty. He's very skinny for someone that tall. So I believe that. Uh, yes. He has green. That is. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm just. I can't believe that he buries his victims alive. Sorry, that's also like one of my fears. Oh no, it's definitely one of my fears. Um. Uh. He weighs 240. Um, he has green eyes, brown hair, and chalk white skin. And he has, like, you know, normal strength to someone his age. I mean, someone his age height and build. And uh, mm-hmm. he carries a shovel for a weapon. I'm all for it. Okay. And this one is, like, weird, uh, weird, weirdly to come up. But the next person we're talking about is TikTok. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, do you want to guess what TikTok looks like? I'm going to Oh, Okay. I don't know what he looks like, but I'm going to guess it has something to do with time. Oh, 100%. Um, but yeah, here's what TikTok looks like. It's a slubby white dude who's bald. Wow. So interesting. Okay, I definitely wouldn't have thought about that. He looks, okay. He looks like, uh, like a salesman from the 70s. Yeah. Like a car salesman. Um, but. Yeah. His real name is Unrevealed. He's a professional criminal and timekeeper. I like that all of them have, like, their own little side thing that's, like, weird and just, like, specific. Yeah. I love it. Um, I also really like that all of their titles are, like, professional criminal. Like, 
Well, How cool. If, is, if you're like at a family event and they're like, so what have you been up to? You're like, well, you know, I just graduated and now I'm a professional criminal. I mean, if you're at one of like, let's say not Hydra, because then you'd be working for Nazis. But let's say you work for AIM um, and, you know, you're just like and not one of the like more popular like bases, like maybe the one in like Ohio. You know, maybe they do like <laughs> maybe, maybe Monsanto's a front for AIM or something, you know? Uh yeah. And, and like you're just sitting there in your yellow beekeeper costume and you just kind of sit there all day. Carry a gun, never really have to do anything. Probably get decent dental and pay and everything. <laughs> get some good benefits, retirement plan. Yeah. Uh, one of my, actually, one of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, things that came from uh, Secret Wars besides uh, everything, the 2015 mm-hmm. one, um, was you got a one shot of. Uh, Oh, man, I forget the name of it. It was a it was a one shot comic of a guy who worked at Hydra, and it was just going through his day. And Captain and then Captain America just happened to be going through the facility. I think I have that issue. It is so good. It's just like I don't. Please don't hurt me. I just this gives. I just want to go home to my kids. <laughs> like, like it's so good. Oh, that's that's awesome. So I'd like that too. I don't know. I love. We got a little bit of uh, just being a henchman. In uh, Astonishing Ant-Man uh, with uh, Scott Lang in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like more just henchman stuff, which that could also just be part of the um, office style. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, I haven't read Astonishing Ant-Man in such a... Because that came out in like 2016, right? Uh, no, it was right before... It was right before and after Secret Wars 2015. Okay. Because it got interrupted by it. Oh, that's right. I I, I enjoyed it. You no, know, I liked it a lot. It was real fun. Um so uh so same same deal, secret identity, presumed American citizen, no known uh aliases or uh relatives, and unrevealed birthplace and mural status. And they first appeared in first appeared in Spider Woman issue number fifty, uh Lifeline in June nineteen eighty three, and I do not like this cover. This is a bad cover. <laughs> is it? No, it's the worst of the ones we've seen so far. Of I don't like it. I just sent it. Okay, let's see. It's not good. Man, they keep doing Jessica Drew dirty. Like I think they're like it looks like they're doing like a photo thing, but like it doesn't work at all. No, no, you're right. It just doesn't work. Oh, you right, you right. Also, I think this is the last issue that they had of the first run. Okay. Um, now, that being said, uh, so previously, uh, TikTok assisted Locksmith in his attempt to capture all the superhumans in Los Angeles area. Again, I don't know who I don't know who Locksmith is. I don't. Yeah. So. However, I feel like he's a good. I, I like their names together. Uh, TikTok and Locksmith. Uh, I'm gonna look that up real quick. Locks. The tales of Lock Talk. Oh, I could call them Lock Talk. That's cute. Oh yeah, that's their that's their couple name for sure. <laughs> um, wow. There's a, yeah, he showed up in three issues. Okay. No, he showed up in one issue. One issue. Because two of the issues he cited in being in is Spider Woman Collection and Encyclopedia of Supervillains. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, apparently he's an escape artist type person. Um, also, he apparently had a migraine-inducing headband. I hate him. He's bad. He's an awful person. I don't like him. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, uh, but yeah, he's uh, 5'8", weighs 300 pounds, 
brown eyes, balds, normal human strength. And he's a mutant who can perceive various possible futures diverging from uh, diverging within the next 60 seconds. Um, the sharper his focus on a particular future event, the more likely it is to occur. That is secretly very good. Secretly very good. Um, now, um, yeah. So that is, that's it for them. So what do you think about the night shift? I like the night shift. I wasn't expecting, I don't know, I, 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 my, I think one of my favorites is Digger and TikTok. No, maybe just Digger. Yeah, Digger's pretty good. I, I like him. I don't know. I and I don't know. I would have nightmares over um the being buried alive as well as the needle that the needle had. Yeah. The needle though is I think up there for me though. So I think yeah. the needle needs to be in more things. No, I agree. Yeah. I would like to see him more. Maybe the needle can show up in our uh, never to happen uh comic of of the power broker and the just hench- henchman stuff. Right. You know, you got some great henchmen there, you know? Uh, but that being said, we are done. So what, uh, what do you have to, uh, what do you have to plug? I am super excited. Oh, well, to plug. Um, first, thank you so much for telling me about all these characters because they're so underrated. There's so many good characters that I would love to see them more. Yeah. Um, but, and thank you so much for teaching me about them. I love them. Uh, you can find me at TikTok at Comics and Cupcakes, uh, Instagram and Twitter at Ambrosia underscore Linda, um, and Comic Book History Lessons Podcast. Okay. Well, uh, my name is Jesse. If you want to see the people we're talking about, you can go to at Flight on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to support me monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash flight. And uh, if you feel like uh, helping me out in a different way, you can also you can rate, review, subscribe on your podcast of choice or uh, go to or to, you know, tell a friend. So this has been Alphabet Flight and may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Also, I realized I didn't play the outro last time. So. <laughs>